Alrighty, guys. We're back at it this week. Um, another pod here. We do have another special guest this week. Um, returning champion, David Bishop. Give it up. Returning champ, two-time champ. <laughs> Otherwise, we got the core uh, core squad from last week, and we're going to go right back at it again. Um, so what I wanted to start off this podcast talking with, I know our power rankings caused some controversy. We're not going to go into them all over again. But I am curious if there's any difference in thoughts on anybody um, in the power rankings. And if you think you disrespected somebody last week and you want to reconcile that this week. So does anybody have anything or I can start? All right. Yeah, you can start. Okay, I'll start up. Um, I think that uh, Owen's team got pretty disrespected last week. And although he doesn't have much activity under his belt, I do see Owen at fifth in the standings right now, and I just see a team that will probably keep winning somehow. Um, so that's probably one guy that I would talk about in terms of... I don't even know what we had him last week. I know he was like in the bottom three, um, but I, I don't think Owen belongs there, and I think his team is actually a lot better than that. So that, that's who I would say. Yeah, I, I think that I disrespected Sam ever so slightly. I think I had him personally ranked at 12. I think I moved him up to 10, so I'll give him those two spots, but that's about it for me. <laughs> Sam's punching the air right now. Yeah, Sam is going to be pissed when he listens to this. <laughs> Harry, I am not sure on. He's 0-4. I thought he was a firm 12th league loser. He has 530 points scored against him, which is, I believe, the highest in the league, so he's just getting fucking... He's just getting absolutely fucking railed by the All-Star team week to week, so... I think you might pick up a few wins, probably 10 to 12 still, though, but maybe not 12. Yeah, I think I think you're looking at a matchup. We'll get into this later, but with me and Harry this week, um, two pretty bad teams record-wise. If if one of us loses that, it's kind of wraps on our playoff. Uh, hopeful, because those are the, new, the wins that we need, the other weak teams. Um, yeah, I don't think we have anything else over there unless anybody else has anything to add. What I am going to go into is something I like to call league stereotypes. Um, We've all seen those do perfect videos of stereotypes. This is just meant to be fun and uh, hopefully piss some people off. So the first league stereotype I have is I have what we call the sleeper stalker. And that's uh, that's for David Zagreda. So David Zagreda's favorite thing to do if you haven't talked trades or talked any sort of fantasy debate with him is you'll be winning the debate. He'll go into sleeper. He'll find some random stat last year or some random little specification. And then he'll try to make a case for said player. I know Brand's experienced it. I know I, that I've experienced it. Zagreda just makes up stuff on the spot with the sleeper app. He, he has like Listen, a little split it's, going. It's statistics. I'm not denying it, but it's statistics. This, he's just the king of the loopholes. So that's what I'll give the sleeper stalker to. Um, the other one that I have here is I have the Homer. Uh, we all know who, that's, who that is when it comes to fantasy. That's definitely Sam Swikert. Um, it usually works out year after year. Somehow all the Steelers keep all these guys fantasy relevant. Um, including their defense, who he starts every week, no matter on the matchup. But uh, it does limit Sam a little bit. I think his fandom sometimes makes him take guys a little too early. Um, and yeah, that's just a funny one. We all know it's true. 100%. I have uh, I have Raj here, so we all we all joke about this with Raj. Raj is just Mister Show up for the draft. Raj has the best draft every year, but then he really doesn't make many team moves. There's been some years where he does more trades than not, but he still just never uses that waiver money. And definitely could be way up higher in the rankings, I think, if he did that. Uh, I think he's already got, like, a top three team this year. But if he got a couple of those additions, then we don't know what we'd be looking at. Roger, hit me um, up for CMC. 
Yeah, uh, CMC definitely looking like your fantasy MVP. Um, if he stays healthy, I think he's just the league winner. Um, I'll take Olave. Olave, okay, that's a that's a bold one. Um, well, he just had a you know bum week, dropped a touchdown, but I guess it's not that bold. He's a, he's a good buy low. Um, so for Brandon, I have I always lost the trade guy. Uh, <laughs> we know. We know this is true. Brandon will send... He doesn't, like, actually think that he lost a trade, but he'll send you a trade, and he'll tell you in a paragraph why you're actually winning that trade, even though he's the one sending it to you. And it always makes you kind of go like, hmm, what What could he mean by that? So that's why I gave that to Brandon. Um, always trying to always trying to sell any scenario that he's in, you know, sometimes. I think people see right through it, so... Uh, I don't know. Anyone see DK Metcalf last week? He was absolutely insane. Scored a nice touchdown. I think David actually won that trade entirely. I totally no, lost he that. Didn't. Mike Evans <laughs> injured his hamstring. <laughs> yeah, Devon Chain. Who knows? He's he's the mysterious the man guy. Man, the myth, the legend. Um, for Dylan, I have the overthinker just being Dylan's brother. I know there's many many scenarios where he thinks about a trade and like it's like a two day like you know it's like a two business day waiting for him when you send Dylan a trade. All right, he's really gonna think about that. He's gonna send it into five different websites, ten different people, and then he comes to a decision. So. Dylan, you got anything to say about that? Like the Cooper Cup one, right? I was overthinking that, and you were like, nah, just do it. You just do I it. Just, Nobody yeah, said that to and look at me now. Yeah. Well, Jerry's still out on that one. That's, I guess uh, that's true. That's, very that's true. pretty That's pretty rough for sure, but, you know, we all know where Head was at before the injury. Um, for Jeremy, I have just Distinguished Gentleman Award. You know, this one's just, just clear to me. I, I, anything that Jeremy does, he does it with, you know, grace. And even his shotguns, they're always in the parking lot with a, you know, a parking lot full of people having a good time. So Jeremy's just just the best. Um, for Bishop, I got wing it and sling it. Every year this guy comes to the draft, his famous thing that he says is, I'm just going to wing it. Um, and with that, you know, he's had some pretty good success over the years. He's been in the playoffs most years. He looks like he has the best team this year. So his winging strategy is one that works, but it's definitely not a guy that's going to come in with a lot of prep for the draft. Yeah, congrats. Uh, for Owen, I have send gifts, not trades. So I thought this one was pretty funny. You don't really hear from Owen much. You know, you can't even really count on him to get his shotguns in. But one thing you can count on is for Owen to send a gift of a player he doesn't even own. So he'll he'll send gifts every week of Tyreek Hill and these other guys that aren't even on his team. But he just, he wants them. And he'll probably give you his whole team for them. So um, for Justin, I have two notes here. Looks like we have a guest comment. It's Mickey Mouse Rings. I wonder who wrote that. Um, I think someone's a little salty about the, the loss last year that would have gave him the championship. Um, and then I, for, I personally put WWE trash talker. So I think Justin is just here to, to cause a little controversy, talk shit and be a really hard guy to trade with. So that's what I'll give Justin. Um, for Kevin Bishop came up with this one. He gave him the Yankees award. Uh, the reason we give him that this award is because every year. He's in the playoffs for the most part, and he always chokes. So you can always count on Kevin as a first-round exit. Um, and yeah, more disrespect this week, Kevin. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I have Harry here. Uh, born a shotgunner, not a trader. I think Harry has notoriously made some of the worst trades in the league. Um, he just thinks differently from the rest of us, which is fine. And uh, he comes to his trades quickly with his logic, but he's a really good shotgunner. So born a shotgunner, not a trader. And for myself, I actually have the trader um, because there's multiple 
instances where one guy is texting me about a trade and I'm already talking to the other side about the same trade. So you can't really trust me for advice, um, but I try my best. So that's all I have for that segment. Um, we're going to go into Brandon's segment here. It's just going to be a little name the player trivia, correct? That's correct. All right, ladies. Well, exactly what Dan said. We're going to have a guess the player. And we're going to have one player from each category, a wide receiver, quarterback, running back, and tight end. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read some stats to you guys. Once you guys actually think you know who it is, you get one guess. We get it right before anyone else does. You get a point. All right. Okay. The first player here. It's going to be a wide in? receiver. Are we buzzing in or are we just yelling the name? Just yell the name when you think you have it. Got first it. one to get it gets a point. So first one here, we've got he's the current wide receiver I'm actually going to double-check that after last night's game. Give me one second. I did this before that. Wide receiver. Oh, he went down. Wide receiver 28 on the year now. Okay. Wide receiver 28. He is currently has zero touchdowns on the year. He has 29 receptions on 41 targets. He's a current third-year player. Any thoughts yet on that one? Uh, this is wide receiver, you said, right? Yep, wide receiver. Well, I don't want to use my one guess yet. Yeah, I feel like I need to right, hear more. Right. Um, he is currently on what looks like a terrible offense. Bengals. I mean, Jamar Chase. Correct, Jamar Chase. Oh. Wow. wow. I knew it. Wide receiver, really? zero touchdown. Yeah, wide receiver 28. I don't know why I said Bengals. He got boosted up after last week, right? I no. I mean, he only had ten point eight yeah, points last worse. week. He was uh, and twenty one points the week before that. Oh, Five and six, so he is not having a good year. Tough. All oh. right, next player here. We've got a quarterback. We've got a quarterback who is currently quarterback four on the year. Quarterback four. Now I, you might I be thinking, like I have a guess already. Jordan Love. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it. I was gonna say <laughs> it. It's Jordan Love. As it's well. Jordan Love. My yes. and was it, he's gonna be undrafted in our league. He has eight passing touchdowns on the year. He's been quarterback three, sixteen, six, and twelve. He has four rushing attempts per game and thirty-three pass attempts per game. This man, quarterback four on the year. I was gonna say, I knew he, I knew he was QB three or QB four. I did not know which. Yeah, as Absolutely. soon as I heard your comment, I was like, I have to give my guess because I think you got yeah. it too. Yeah. Yep. Now this one here, we're going into the running backs. We got running back six on the year. So very high-powered running back at this point. Uh, except he was drafted in the eighth round. And he's David the RB6 Montgomery. on the year. Incorrect. Damn. Oh, that's what I was going to guess. Yep, right. yep. I thought that was a good he's, guess. Yeah, it's a very good guess. That he's averaging guess. close to 15 points per game. With 15 rush attempts per game. James Cook. Not James Cook. Fuck. He also has four touchdowns on the year right now. Four touchdowns. Is it Pacheco? Not Pacheco either. Oh, it's good to me, baby. The Dylan Everybody was drafting, I believe. Yeah. I'm double-checking this right now. I'm pretty sure that him. his uh, other running back in his committee, he's in a two-person committee, although I can't say he's in the committee right now, uh, was drafted higher than him. Huh. Bruh. It's not David Montgomery? That's crazy. It's not David Montgomery. Yeah. Let me double check and make sure where his Wait, are we allowed drafted. to double guess? Yeah, so uh, what we'll do is we'll do snake order of what we just guessed. So why don't we just let we let Dylan get two guesses here and then 
Bishop and then me. Yeah, then but you. theoretically, yep. can't I just wait until he just keeps talking? Oh, no, no, no. You got to guess now. Right so now, in our doing? league, they were drafted back to back. We have enough information. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got, I got it. It's it. Brian Robinson. It's Brian Robinson. Wow. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, he's the current RB6 on the year, which I think is crazy. That's that ridiculous. Is that is sell crazy. high, sell high. Sell high. Yeah, exactly. that's, a, that's a major sell high. And he ain't do, I mean, Sam, he ain't doing anything this week. Don't you worry. <laughs> All right. All right. We got one point for Bishop, one point for Dan, one point for Dill, and nothing for David. So if David takes this, he gets it. Uh, winner take all at this point. Winner take all, I'm just going <laughs> to call it. So last one, we got a tight end. Now, this player only has 1.3 more fantasy points than Evan Ingram so far on the year. And he has two points lower than Hunter Henry. Wow. Uh, He's tight end six on the year right Johnny now. Smith. Not John awesome. Smith. Damn, that's a good guess. Smith. He had a crazy week. Yeah, you never know. No. Yep, yep. He's been solid for uh, three weeks straight. So he's averaging fifty-two yards per game and has two touchdowns on the year. Fifty-two yards per game. Uh, I have oh. a guess, but I think it's he's got to be higher than. So I know who it is, but I can't say anything. He's averaging twelve points per game, and this one, this one will give it away. Uh, last year. Nope. No, Laporta is like number one or two, isn't he? He's up there somewhere. He's crazy. Last year, this man only had three games outside of the top eight at tight end. This year, he already has one. Jake Ferguson. No. What? But he's a rookie. TJ Hawkinson. I didn't even listen to what he said. I said Hawkinson. So who do we... You got Hawkinson? Nope. Okay, Travis so Kelsey. Oh, oh wait, he missed the game. Because oh he missed the game. That's sneaky. But he is, but he's still only averaging 12 a game. Yes, but he missed the game. That's why he's number six. Right, yeah. but the average was lower than I would have thought for Kelsey. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I agree on that. Not doing great this year. That's a good one. That was a good one. And that, that's all I got. David, I believe it's up to you now. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, so... I, I had a little oh, idea for uh, for the greatest segment this week. It is his birthday coming up on Sunday, so I figured he can come up with something birthday themed, so he can pitch that to all you guys. Yeah. So thankfully, the commission is so generous. He agreed. We do birthday predictions. I'm gonna guess all games. If I am correct, six for six. Everybody in the league, including myself, is doing a shotgun. If I get any of them wrong. I will do a shotgun. So very, very high stakes for me. Okay. First first game, we got me versus Justin. There's no way I'm beating Justin. I have Evans and DK on bye. CJ Shroud's in MIQB. I mean, my team is in fucking shambles. Going Justin. Dylan versus Owen. Gotta go with Dylan. Owen got Ken Walker and Jason on bye. AR5 is looking like a top 6 to 8 TV this year. I mean, he's just fucking phenomenal. And then Dylan, just a note, please take Hunter Henry out of your lineup. Just start Jake Ferguson. Against the 49ers, though? Such a better player. He's a better player. We'll talk about that offline. Better player. Okay. Kevin versus Jeremy. 
I love Jeremy's team, but we got to go Kevin. I mean, Burrow's got that lingering injury. It's going to nag him all year. I don't think he's going to produce that hot this year. And then Kevin, please start dubs over Algier. I mean, that's a crazy bench to me right now. Dan versus Harry. This one is my most controversial one. I think the others are pretty predictable so far. I'm going Harry. I mean, Drake London is criminally underperforming. Still think he's a great buy low right now. He'll turn it around. Jahan Dotson. I mean, need I say more? Trash. Tua's going to have a revenge game. I mean, they fucking put up 70 points the week before. Giants D looks like Danbury High School. Tua's going to put up 50 in this <laughs> yeah, game. Really, so, John Sorry, but John Dotson, what a disappointment, man. Me and Dan, we were it's, we were hyped it's all, all offseason, but this guy just... Nope, He'll turn it around, Willie? but it's tough. Willie? I think so. Dotson, eventually. Dotson was one of those guys that the whole fantasy community was pretty high on. Kind of like so Darren Waller. Kind of like Darren Waller, yeah. and they've both, they both fallen apart. Drake yeah, London dude. was on that list, too. I should have drafted Ayuk over him. SMH. Oh, yeah. Then big hindsight, but... Yeah, um, tough decisions. Definitely. And to a revenge like, game. Yep, go ahead, Dan. I was I was gonna say, how is Johnu Smith the most fantasy relevant option on the Falcons? The yeah. backup tight end. Well, like what yeah, are, what are we doing? What are we doing in Atlanta with Kyle Pitts? Send him to the Patriots, please. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean the discussion that I've seen some people have is is Kyle Pitts bad at football? Is like, he just he, super athletic? I'm, I mean if Johnu Smith if Johnu Smith can perform in that system, why can't Kyle Pitts? So is the argument that Kyle Pitts is like super athletic and a freak of nature, but he's just bad at football? I mean, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I can, for, I can for, buy whatever that. Whatever reason he he can't he can't perform in the NFL. Who knows? I don't know. I don't believe that. Okay, but I'm just saying. That's I just mean he needs a better quarterback. Yeah, I agree. But I yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. I what? I don't even know what to say to that. Um, but <laughs> I know it's kind of crazy, but I was just bringing it up to see if anyone agreed with it. You know, I think it's, yeah. I mean, we just don't know the answer with Kyle Pitts. And I mean, it's not like this guy was just like a freak track star that got like drafted in the NFL. Like he had a really productive oh, college well, career. Oh, so. I got to say something too. Okay. Last week we talked about, we talked about who's the second worst quarterback in the league. Right. And we said Tannehill. No, no, no. Desmond Ritter is worse than Tannehill. Okay, Tannehill might be bad, but Desmond Ritter is a worse quarterback. Yeah, that's valid. That's I think yeah. Cool. I think we definitely forgot about him. Yeah. Um, I could agree on that. So. And that's Zach fun. Wilson, baby. Oh, he might be back. <laughs> Justin Fields is back. Justin Fields is back. Oh, he's not. I did see a hilarious yes, meme. Mama Kelsey was in the building, so Zach Wilson turned that Joe name of Jets on. <laughs> I, believe, I believe it. <laughs> Wow. Alright, <laughs> continuing with the picks, we got two more games. We got Sam versus Bishop. I mean, Bishop's league contender right now. Keenan's on by for Sam. That's tough. Best player on the team. Sam's flex options are absolutely poverty. I mean, Sam, I don't want to ride your team because I think you're a solid mid-tier option. Like, six to eight, probably. But your flexes are straight poverty. Sam and Scarfield, um, by the way. Yeah, Sam and Scarfy, apologies. Brandon <laughs> versus Raj, last game. Gotta go Raj. I mean, Justin Herbert's on bye and potentially injured, I believe. Brendan's starting Gainwell and Flex. I mean, what more do you nah, say? No, no, no. I got an update on awful. that. Traded him out. We've got Wandale Robinson in the Okay, now, even, even worse. We Playing against Miami, they there. have to throw. They're going to throw a lot. I don't care how much how Daniel Jones gets sacked. We've got... Sacked. We've got Wandale Robinson coming in for 30 points next week. Hear me the out. one target Wandale is going to have is in the red zone when Daniel Jones throws another pick six. 
That's all I don't know, say. man. He went five for forty last game. I'll take that in a flex all day. <laughs> and Dan, I will turn it back over to you for Bishop. Yeah, uh, so you know, we're, we're blessed to be in the former champion's presence here. Um, Sir. He has he has a little segment for us on on little prop bets, uh, so I'll let him go over that. Yeah, I got a few. So I got a few. Uh, so the first one's gonna be Tyreek Hill touchdown. He's gonna run all over the Giants. Then I got Three touchdowns Montgomery. or one touchdown. Yeah. If you wanna go bold, you go two, but I'm just going with one. All right, go for the big payout on that one. I like that. Yeah, uh, I'm going Dave Montgomery over rushing yards. Now, is this a parlay? Am I parlaying all nah. these together? I mean, you can if you want to, but I'm just giving the prop bets. I okay, couldn't find okay. the lines for anybody, so. I might I might parlay this together and call it a family bet, you know? If anybody um, else wants to join me on that, I'm in. The next one down, is Bijan over rushing yards. Bijan! And then Brees Hall over rushing yards, facing the Broncos, so. Great call. Be a lot. I wonder what and that one. Um, his snaps are only going six. up, so yeah, I agree with that. Breeze Hall over I'm six do rushing Jets yards. defensive touchdown <laughs> against the Broncos. Okay. And then this will be a shotgun bet too. I'm doing Joe Burrow under passing yards. So if anyone wants to take the over, uh, what's, what, what's the number? Uh, I think it's like two sixty something. I could be wrong. Who are they playing? Know. I'll take the over. They are facing the Cardinals. Ooh. <laughs> That's juicy. Yeah, Cardinals are winning that game, let's be real. I never said they were going to, but I'm just I saying. Agree. Earl, I'm taking the under on Burrow's passing yards. So does this mean if multiple people beat you, are you doing multiple shotguns? Ooh. No, one shotgun. No, it's gotta I mean, be. I'll, I'll, Dave, I'll, it's gotta we, be. We, 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 yeah, we all join a side. We join a side with Dave or against Dave? Yeah, I like that. Against. Against. I'll take, I'm Score taking Burrow over. I'm under. What's I'm the over. Number? What's the number? I, I believe it's 266. Yeah, can we get a confirmation on that? Um, I'll try. Two sixty-six. I'm taking the under, considering he hasn't hit that one time this year. It... I'll go on DraftKings right now. Well, we'll get an actual number. No shenanigans here. Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty important. Let's see. High stakes, but yeah, seriously. Can't you I mean, I'm shit. Even I'm if taking the under. Two sixty-one and a half is oh, what they're sure. I'm taking the under. Sixty-one over. Over. All right, so we got me, Bishop, and Dylan on the under, and Brandon and Dan on the over. Yeah, against the Cardinals? You kidding me? Yep. And if any of our listeners want to pitch in, just go ahead and type in the the no, you know, group like, chat and join I feel in. like everyone's got to pitch into that. Everyone's got to pick a side. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll try and contact everybody for that. We are releasing this today on Tuesday, so we have plenty listening. of time. Listening, I guess, uh, and then Hopefully I got everyone's a, I got a touch on parlor for the 1 p.m. games on Sunday. I got I got Brian Robinson scoring a touchdown. No way, that's on Wednesday. RB six. That's Thursday. Never mind. Take that out. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna do three. I got Tyreek Hill, Anthony Richardson, and Aaron Jones coming back. Oh, Anthony easy. Richardson rushing. rushing yeah. Yes. Rushing. I like that. Jones is a little bold. Should have hit. Hey, he's gotta come back sometime. So why not this week? That's fair. And Dan, you said the line for the Bengals was 261. I, I do just want to note this bet is locked. He has not thrown for over 260 in any game this year. Well, there's a reason the prop line is set at that. So I'm going to let you take the full gold on that one. I'm going to run ben, that m- money to the bank. Take you the All right. Um, 
Yeah, we're going to go on a Dylan segment here. Uh, really excited to see what he brought to the table here. What do you got? Yeah, all right. Just thought it was on the fly, all right? So I'm going to introduce a little weekly segment, okay? It's going to be uh, a very short, you know, quick award, but it's going to be my manager of the week that I felt managed their team the best in our league. You know, it's going to be obviously very minimal things unless big trades happen or whatever. But for this week, I'm actually going to pick Justin, okay? I'm going to pick Justin for two main reasons. Obviously, you saw in the Sleeper Weekly Report, he uh, got 100% out of his potential lineup. So that's pretty good. And he started Russell Wilson over Dak Prescott and Jordan Love. Both guys I would have started wow. over Russell. So that is some cojones. But uh, the only thing that would make his team better is if he drops Miles Gaskin. But, yeah, besides that, I think he's the manager of the week. Wait, this guy's rostering Miles Gaskin? Yeah. Dude, that, there's no gas numbers. left in that tank. Miles Gaskin is 0%. Weeks. Zero percent roster, bro. Dude, he can also he can drop Juju. Time to drop his ass. Get on those waivers. He has a lot of droppable guys, but you know that's another thing. I think. Justin, if this hits Spotify before waivers go live, please just put a bit on Jaleel McLaughlin. I mean, get Miles Gaskin the fuck out of here. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess we could add that in real quick because I think we have time for it. It's been going a little fast. Do you guys have any? Anybody on the waivers this week that you want to disclose information on being good, or would you rather keep that to yourself? Um, no, they're all trash. Ooh. They're all trash. John New Smith. John New Smith. Do you think he keeps it up? Uh, maybe. He's got a lot of targets, actually. <sighs> I, got one no, 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 no. I guess I'm going to waivers. I ain't going to pick him up. I think uh, Curtis Samuel could actually begin on a hot streak again. And Michael Wilson of the uh, the Cardinals. That guy is. I like I just, like the Michael Wilson. He just I had think two he, touchdowns. I think he could actually actually kind of keep going. But I have no droppable guys. So if somebody wants him, he's sitting right there. I think when you have yeah. flex, oh, um, you the uh, sorry QB <laughs> Sam Howell. What'd you say, bitch? Sorry. So the QB Sam Howell might light it up this week against the Bears. I need a quarterback. Ronnie yeah. Rivers, too. I, right. I think that he's kind of sneaking up with Cam Akers gone now. He had nine carries for 47 yards last week. He could be uh, sneaking in a little bit into Kyron Williams' territory. Yeah, I don't know how you guys feel, but I swear, like, the waivers this year have felt more like a 14-team league than a 12-team. Yes. Like, yeah. there is nobody uh, ever on the screen. running back. It's, it's pretty guys, annoying. Do you, guys think, do you guys think Dube should be rostered in a 10-man league? Yeah. Yes. Oh, 10 man? Yes. Yeah, Dooms has been like getting better and better somehow, so. Though, I do think when Watson comes back fully healthy, he's going to cut into the targets, but I still think he should probably be rostered. Yeah. It could help him. That team could be a little better with Watson. It could. Back I mean, he got 12 and 13 targets last two weeks. I mean, I Watson think. Well, Watson and Dooms, they're like way different archetypes, so I think they could yeah. both. They could both. 12. Fine, yeah. Jalen Reed is the one that misses out on that, I think. But yeah, agreed there. So what I wanted to wrap it up with is because I know a lot of people ask for trade advice, how they should improve their team. I want to go over some buy low, sell highs from each player um, in this chat and see what you guys think should be sold for the goods and what should be, you know, tried to be bought thrift shop here. So Brandon, who do you got? Yeah, so my buy low. I'm a little biased here, but Jameer Gibbs. I'm not going to be selling him very low to you guys. Don't worry. I think that he's going to keep on increasing his role. Uh, he's only a rookie. He's only going to keep on increasing the snap percentage. David Montgomery, he's already been injured once. He's going to be on the downhill train, I think. You can't keep putting up 33 points. He's going to go down. Jameer Gibbs, to the moon, baby, to the moon. Uh, my sell high, I'm going with Puka Nakua. Now, 
I think Cooper Cup is he. I believe is coming back next week or this week. Uh, I apologize this week. I just think that Cooper Cup's going to start eating into some of those targets. I think that if you can sell him high right now, again, I have him in my league. I'm not selling him high. I think Cooper Cup will take some of those targets away, but I think Puka Nakua will be a solid wide receiver too with wide receiver up, one upside each week. Okay. Um, for my buy low, I have a guy I've already sent four different trade varieties out for this week. Um, that would be Jalen Waddle. So if you guys want in on him, you're going to try to beat my offer. I have four in Jeremy's inbox. Um, I think the guy's going to absolutely explode on the Dolphins' offense, and he's somehow produced absolutely nothing so far. So that's kind of a no-brainer. I think most people would agree with that. Um, my sell high ties right into Brandon uh, David Montgomery. I think the Lions are going to be in games maybe where they have to throw the ball a little bit more and, and you know have more of an offensive pace. These games that they've been winning so far, they've had David Montgomery to kind of keep getting the rock, keep controlling that pace, stay up with the lead. I think they might be down in some games. Um, Goff might not be playing the best of his ability, and Gibbs is the running back that they want on the field for those situations. So that's why I'm selling on David Montgomery. I still think he's going to be good the rest of the year, but, I mean, 33 points for David Montgomery is just unreal. It won't happen again. So, All right, for uh, mine, I got... By low Christian Watson again, like Brandon, little bias because he's on. Yeah, you would suck this guy's dick. Listen, no, he's great. I mean, in a four-game stretch last year, he had six touchdowns. This dude is—he may not put up yardage, but he's consistently targeted in the red zone. He is the first person they look to, regardless when they're within twenty. So Christian Watson for me, by low once he comes back from this hamstring injury, healthy. So high, got to be Kyron Williams. I mean. The dude's putting up absolute astounding numbers, but that offense is going to tank at some point, and they're going to start getting in games where they're behind. And you can't have multiple people on that offense producing once Cup comes back. So, I mean, I, I think Kyron at this point is a crazy sell high. Okay. Um, the one thing I was going to ask is if, like, Christian Watson, you said, so he scores he scores uh, four touchdowns in six games last or six touchdowns in six four touchdowns games. Six touchdowns in four games, yes. Is that not the definition of a guy you would sell high instead of buy low, though? Like no, like- because I think this year he's buy low with the hamstring injury. I mean, I would I'm scared owning him at this point because hamstring injuries tend to nag and they don't really go away. Re-injury risk is decently high, so I'm a little concerned personally. So if so if you're looking to trade for Christian Watson, like who do you give up to get there? What do you think he's worth? that's tough i i mean i'd really have to see the offer come in but i'm not selling him low okay so let me so give like, you a couple scenarios yeah I was yeah, yeah say, give I, me some I scenarios got one. i got one chris godwin or him i was just gonna say that really wow yeah i i think i still ride watson because i believe in green bay's offense more than i do i, I also ride the watson there because i think uh mike evans is the first read for baker so yes though with the both does look very good yeah he is hurt like, but, but I, he I, is I hurt he, he's I also think, hamstring injury i think he'll be back yeah all right let me give you another one um Najee harris or christian watson Christian Watson, Christian I, Watson. <laughs> I am so desperately trying to sell Najee in our other league. He's an absolute bum, Sam. The Steelers are god-awful. They, they should literally just rebuild the team. And I don't mean rebuild in Pittsburgh. I mean, like, wipe Pittsburgh off the map. Start a new team in a new city to take their spot. Uh, let, let me just hear from there, then, because uh, I, my buy-low ties right into the Steelers. We're just talking about them. Uh, I think the, the thing that the Steelers are missing in that offense is a chain mover. Is a guy who's always open on every route. 
you know, Pickens is the is the specimen guy that the big specimen that can just catch and run a fucking eighty yard house call. But they need Deontay Johnson back, so that's my buy low. He's uh, he's on the IR. He'll hopefully come back and you know one or two games. He can come back in one. Hopefully it's two. Yes, it's the hamstring, but if he can get past that, I think he can actually, you know, he's gonna be the first read for for that offense, and I think he can actually perform pretty well. And then my uh, sell high is Jalen Hurst, bro. That guy is putting up fantasy numbers, but I mean we talked about it last week. Without that QB sneak play, he, he's not he's not doing too well. And and uh, we also talked about it last week. I think he's he's not trying nearly as hard. I mean, you're out there. Yeah, he's, that, he's running that's out of the bounds point. a bunch. Like he's he's not you know he's you know just coasting through the season trying not trying to just get by. You okay, covered so exactly what I was going to cover. That's actually a guy that I've been trying to buy in leagues. I've been trying to buy Jalen Hurts because I feel like people aren't satisfied with like the top QB one production that he like got drafted for. So let's go over a couple of like, would you trade this for that for Jalen Hurts? Um, one of my offers that I sent out, which I probably already know the answer to, but it was it was Trevor Lawrence and Brees Hall for Jalen Hurts. Are you, are you taking the Hurts side? Yes, I'm taking the Hurts side on that one because uh, T Law is actually, you know that that Jaguars offense is pretty scary looking at the moment. Um, and uh, who's going to get Brees Hall? Brees Hall. I mean. Same thing with the Jets. It's it's not the best offense. So you know, Jalen Hurts is in is in a top five offense in the league. So okay, what about uh, what about C.J. Stroud and Raheem Mostert for Jalen Hurts? Oh, I'm still taking Jalen Hurts. Okay, so you're you're selling high on him, but you're not that low on him. Well, because I I mean I I think Mostert and uh, C.J. Stroud I I don't think that's much value at all. Especially for like a guy that was drafted that high, I, yeah. I mean, Stroud's like only reason I gave that Stroud's an up and comer. Mostert's like a top five running back currently, so you get some value there if you need yeah, like a running back. Yeah, the snap count last week really concerned me with the Dolphins. Like before last week, I would have took I would have taken the other side, but after the last <laughs> after the Buffalo game, I'm taking the Hurts. So. Now I have a question for you on that, Dill. Same exact trade in Dynasty. Do you take that? Uh. Do you take the prospect of CJ Stroud? Yeah. No. Yeah. I wouldn't take it. Oh, but oh, Jalen Hurts is still young. That's the issue with that. You he know? is still young. Yeah. That's like, the he, thing. He still has a whole career ahead of him, so no, I'll probably. And Raheem is old. Yeah, I'll probably still take Hurts. Okay. I don't know. No, I might. I, no, I'll take Hurts. Tough. I take Fifty-fifty. I take Hurts with so close. The the boys have been talking about this recently. I feel like. We could probably do a podcast for just Dynasty trades, which maybe we will do. Like, just go over some trade values on guys. Dynasty, like, I don't know about you guys, but it's been such a hard thing to figure out yeah. what guy is worth what amount. It's like, yeah. what do I really want for this guy? And, yeah, I lost uh, couple with that. I, I know Bishop was just telling me today he had an offer for in his other Dynasty, Justin Jefferson, for five first-rounders. So it's like, do you yeah. give up the best player in Fantasy for five first-rounders? Yeah, you probably do, but then you're just well, giving up the heart and so, soul of your team. So, so the context of that, right? Is that didn't it weren't four of them in the same year? Yeah, yeah, four of them in the same yeah, year. To me, that diminishes the value of them. Like, like if he yeah, were to, if he were to just give you his own picks for like years and years and years and years, like yeah. I would actually because like you know two years are gonna be bad, but if if all of his guys die out and then three years of just really good picks, it's like. I agree on that. It obviously depends on like the class and how loaded it is, but I think the one thing to remember there is you have a way higher chance at a hit rate. Because a lot of these rookies, like, are just drafted with a lot, a lot of context, obviously, in what situations we see until after they play. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're able to get, like, four out of ten guys in, like, really loaded class, all of a sudden, like, one of those guys might end up being a Justin Jefferson type of player. So you never know. But... Um, 
We'll go right into Bishop for his buy low, sell high. Uh, my uh, buy low, he's the wide receiver number 57. He's only got 210 yards in the year so far, and he's got zero touchdowns. That's Jalen Waddle, same with Dan. Um, I think he's going to pick it up at some point. He, uh, Braxton Barrios has been good, but Jalen Waddle's clear number two. Yep. Um, and then for my sell high, going to be Isaiah Pacheco. He's the number, running back 12. I don't know. I just I don't believe in any Chiefs running backs, and it might be just because they're against Sam and Scarfy, but I don't know. That's always fun to do. But he was he was actually going to be my other sell high because I actually I looked at his snaps. The guys are still only getting like fifty percent like snaps on a offense doesn't even run the ball that much. So yeah, once Travis Kelsey heats up, I think his fantasy production will go down. So what was interesting to me is during that Jets game, you know they like Mahomes was. you know, kind of struggling a little bit, right? He's yeah. kind of bad. Yeah, he was struggling. That's got a good defense, though, dude. You uh, remember that. Two you, things. You One, defense. shout out to Dan for calling that out last week. Two, uh, like, even even when they were doing bad, you would expect them to throw and, and to keep keep Mahomes just throwing, 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 but they're actually just handing off to Pacheco a bunch. So, you know, that shows that they, they actually trust him a lot and, uh, you know, value him. And you know, the way he runs, he runs like a little angry toddler. <laughs> yeah, he his running... Form is really weird. Pacheco is definitely like you. Th- you can see this guy putting a hundred ten percent in every running motion. It's it's very weird to see. He's not he's not an effortless runner. I'll say that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that Chiefs offense this year, I think the big difference has been they don't have the deep ball. Yeah. They're used to throwing it deep to Tyreek or something. They this team now is more like a Tom Brady system where they're doing dump offs, little small routes, but with Mahomes' ability to get out of the pocket, they can do some down the field stuff, but just not anything too deep. Um. I think that's all we got for today, boys. Um, once again, appreciate you all coming on. Bishop, it was good having you. Definitely want to have you back. Um, back at some point. Yeah. It was a, it was a shorter one this week. Um, if you guys do have ideas, definitely want to go over some like new and exciting things every year. Don't want to, or every week. Don't want to keep the podcast the same every week. So let us know in the chat. And uh, yeah, have a good one, boys. See you guys. Later. Peace. Deuces.